0: welcome to the fatherhood challenge podcast the fatherhood challenge is a movement to awaken and inspire fathers everywhere to take great pride in their role and to challenge society to understand how important fathers are to the stability of an environment and culture we're going to encourage and challenge each other to step up and do courageous things that make our families and communities better places. So let's get to it. Welcome. Thanks for joining me. I'm always glad you're here. It took me a long time to decide to do this episode. Doing this episode required a lot for me. I had to face a lot of demons from the past going back to childhood, but I decided that my mission is more important than my pride. There's nothing more important than this mission of turning the hearts of fathers back to their children. The stability of society depends on it. Men depend on it to be, to be stable. Women depend on it to find stability and strength. God himself expects the hearts of fathers to turn to their children because we are made in his image and it helps us understand how his heart turns to us. Now you understand why there is nothing in life more important than this. My father abandoned me just before I was born. He and my grandparents did not get along, and a lot of fights broke out in the home because of the stress it caused. My grandparents tried to keep him out of my mom's life, and eventually they succeeded, and he left. According to my mom, she tried to get him to come and see me when I was born, but he would not come. I heard nothing of him all my life up until early childhood, actually, up until early adulthood. I remember conversations as a kid in school asking me where my dad was. Sometimes I would make up stories, other times I would just say I didn't know. What I do remember is how embarrassed I always felt and wondering what was wrong with me. No one else I saw was being raised by their mom and grandparents. I didn't understand why I was so different. My teenage years were great overall, but I still knew I was different. Everyone in my class had a dad, helping them navigate life, car maintenance, being disciplined to hold down a job, and getting good grades. My mom and I moved out of my grandparents' home, and my mom was left to raise me solo through my teenage years. I was pretty good at staying out of trouble, and I think that was for a lot of reasons. One, I was working a steady job, either in school or out of school. I was also involved in a lot of extracurricular activities, such as taking piano and cello lessons. I played in a community orchestra and was also involved in the school music program. I lived in a small community where life revolved around the local church and university. Surrogate fatherhood is something that I will touch on in later episodes, but it is so critically important for boys growing up without a father in their life. It doesn't take a lot of time, but it does, take, it does make a huge difference. There were several men in the community who took, who took on that role for me in various forms. One of them taught me basic car maintenance skills I would need all my life, such as how to change my own oil, brakes, and do a tune-up. This served me well all the way into my young adult life, where I began asking that same unanswered question again. Where is my father? One day I asked my mom out of the blue where he was. She strongly advised me not to go down that path. And I told her I was an adult now and I refused to go into adulthood without knowing the truth or having a choice of whether to have him in my life or not. I explained to her that starting adulthood, my whole identity depend on knowing the truth and knowing who he is. She agreed, but stated that she didn't know much information to get me started. One day, my uncle talked talked to me on the phone and said that one of my cousins recognized a photo of me and told my other uncle on my dad's side. I later received a phone call from that uncle who thought that he knew where my dad was and how to get a hold of him. My excitement was through the roof. A couple of days later, the phone rang and it was my dad. I was so excited to talk to him. We talked for hours and it felt like we already knew each other and were just simply picking up where we left off from a previous conversation. I had many questions for him and he began the process of answering them one by one. Several more phone calls followed over the course of a couple months until an arrangement was made to meet. One day, that first meeting, I was on the way to the bus station to pick him up. I was speeding and I got pulled over by a cop. He asked me why I was in such a hurry and I explained to him that I was on my way to meet my dad for the first time. He explained that he was sympathetic to my reason but told me that I wouldn't that it wouldn't do any good if I got in a wreck and never made it so he told me to just slow down. He let me off with a verbal warning and wished me all the best. When I met my dad. It was hard to put into words all of the emotions that I felt, but it was mostly joy and feeling like part of who I was had finally come back together. I wasn't weird anymore. I had a dad like other normal people. Having him around was pure joy. I can't recall a single bad moment between us. But then after a few weeks at home, He broke the news to me that he had to leave and go to work, but promised me he would stay in touch by phone and that he would try to get back my way as soon as possible. I was sad, but I held on to that promise. He was true to his word, and he he did keep in regular contact by phone. When work died down, he made another trip to be with me. This time, he and my mom started talking a lot more, and a courtship began. A few months later they were married. My dad and I spent time together, but I had to get used to sharing some of his time with my mom. I was willing to do this because I had high hopes that it would finally be a normal home again and he would always be around. But then he broke the news again that he had to leave for work. He promised that he would stay in regular contact by phone and would return again as soon as possible. I could not understand why he would not find work locally. None of his answers made sense, but I held on to his promise to keep in contact and return soon. After months of being away, things between my mom and dad soured, and I soon got the news that they would be divorcing again. I was devastated. It not only marked the end of their relationship, but it also marked an end to a regular communication with my dad or any hope of seeing him again soon years later an opportunity opened up to fly up to oregon to visit my two uncles and cousins there i found out my dad was there working and i'd get to see him too this was my second visit to that farmhouse but this time my wife was pregnant and i was anticipating being a parent for the first time Getting to share the news with my dad that he was going to be a grandfather was exciting to me, but this visit was complicated. I was still reeling from the second divorce and the fact that I went years without seeing him. Our time together on that trip was still special, but my wife had to help me get there and get to where I could accept him again in a new light. Let me briefly explain a backstory. My grandfather on my dad's side was a very loving and kind man in his true nature. But he fell on hard times and like so many men, resorted to alcohol to cope. When things did not get better soon, he hit the bottle hard. This turned him into a very mean, abusive drunk. He beat all the kids and his wife, and he eventually abandoned them all. My dad stepped in as a protector, provider, and worked hard to provide in his father's absence. My cousin's father also abandoned her family, and my dad stepped in to help raise her too. By the time my dad was an adult, he had spent most of his childhood and all of his teenage years being an adult, easing the sting of abandonment. But when he became an adult and had a family of his own, he had nothing left. He had nothing left to give a spouse and nothing left to give me. It took many years to where I could finally say the truthful words about him. He abandoned me. Fast forward to where I'm spending time with him in Oregon, trying to reconcile his traumatic past with mine and trying to make the best of the time I had with him. I asked him to come and see his grandchild, and he promised he would. My inner hope was that having a grandchild would be enough to make him want to return and stay. He went back to his ways of working everywhere. I rarely talked to him, and I was trying to move on. My second son was born three years after the first, and years after that I got word my dad was in bad shape and working near the Imperial Valley, near the border between California and Arizona. My dad and I started talking again more regularly. I asked him if he was ready to come live with us. My wife had a space for him. My wife and I both had a space for him, and he, was, he said he was ready. I made the long trip alone to get him, and we had a wonderful trip coming back, and we quickly bonded again. I was beyond excited to introduce him to my wife and grandkids and his grandkids for the first time. When he arrived, that first meeting was emotional. He and my wife got along well instantly, and the boys loved him. He was a natural with them, and I was so proud to see him instantly fitting into the grandparent role. My mom lived about an hour away from where we were, and my dad was anxious to see her again soon and work things out. I was not so eager to see this happen because I was afraid it would distract him from finally being a dad and grandparent again. But one day he went over to my mom's and the next thing I knew, he informed me he was moving in with her. My worst fears were coming true and he had little time to see us. One day I went over to my mom's house to see my dad and to get him so that he could spend time with the grandkids. He was gone. I grilled my mom about what happened and she admitted that she had helped him find a ride to the bus station so he could leave. My heart broke and a part of my soul did too. He didn't even have the time or courtesy to say goodbye to me Or my family. He just left. This time he not only abandoned me, but my whole family. We have not spoken since or seen each other. Do you understand why I'm so incessant about this mission? About this podcast? This movement? If you haven't experienced this level of abandonment, I pray you never do. It's beyond hell, and I wouldn't wish this on anyone. So if, you, so if I have to get on here and get in your face, be a broken record, or tell you words of encouragement, give you a tough talk, I'll do anything I have to do, anything to get you to, to not have to make those same mistakes, to get you not to abandon your kids. The work is harder for me because I have to be the one on my dad's side to undo the generational damage caused by two generations of abandonment and set a positive example for my kids. I have to write a new legacy for them to follow so this never happens again. I will not have them suffer like two generations did if I can help it. Do you understand how this all got started? A father decided to drink to handle his problems and then abandon his family physically and emotionally. That was all it took. There was no spiritual rock for him to lean on and trust for his strength. So he trusted a bottle and left. Do you understand why you matter? Do you understand how much power you have for better or for worse? This is why you have to connect to a higher power. If you don't get connected and stay connected, when hard times come, you will have nothing to keep you strong and stable. Are you listening to me? You also can't do this alone. You have to surround yourself with other men who are going the same direction you are and they're trying to accomplish the same things you're trying to accomplish. There are too many evil forces out there telling you that you aren't important, that you don't matter, that you're not needed, or that you aren't good enough, that you are a complete failure. Enough with that. Stop listening to them. All those voices are evil, designed to tear you down, to ruin you, to lead you down a path of destruction, to destabilize your home and to eventually ruin another generation of men completely tearing you apart, robbing you of your identity to where you no longer know who you are. Do you understand how destructive that is? This is why you first have to connect with God your Creator and stay connected with Him. Stay connected to Him like your life depends on it. Because I can promise you, it does. Then get connected and stay connected with other men who are going the same direction you are and will hold you accountable. That is how you succeed. It is all a choice. What kind of legacy are you deciding to leave? I appreciate you listening. This may have been a tough episode to listen to, but I promise you I did it because I want the best for you. As a father, you are called to faithfulness, being present, being engaged with a sacred life that you have been trusted with, and I want you to succeed. Thank you. If you enjoyed the show and are getting value out of it, there are two ways you can support this podcast. One is by hitting the follow option on your favorite listening app. This will make it easier to see all the episodes and receive notifications when a new episode is released. The other is by checking out some of the swag in our store. They make great gifts for the holiday, a birthday, or any reason, and they help spread the word about this great movement. The link to the store is in the show description below. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you in the next episode.